Hello, my friend. Welcome to episode eight, part two of the Jet Movement podcast. I'm Jeremy Hirschkorn, owner and lead instructor at Jet Movement Academy in Bellingham, Washington. Now, before we start with today's topic, as always, I want to thank you for listening and ask that if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a rating and or a review and be sure to like and share on whatever platform you find us on. Uh, That goes a huge way in helping us reach more people uh, and give more value. Uh, So today, uh, I'm going to piggyback off of last week's episode uh, and make this into kind of a part two. Um, This is dedicated to anybody out there who is trying to uh, find out what they want to do. Um, You know, what what do they want to be when they grow up, right? So... That doesn't mean it's just for kids. It doesn't mean it's just for high schoolers. It could be anybody because I know that there are people that are that get trapped in this uh, this cycle of um, thinking they're supposed to do certain things because society tells them to, and then they end up uh, trapped in a life that doesn't fulfill them. You know that doesn't get them fired up and get them moving on, on a daily basis. So that could be anyone. So if that's you. I want to share uh, my personal story and and how I, I I'm doing the things that I'm doing and what I what I envision for my life moving forward. Uh, I want to start off by saying uh, I, I I don't think that uh, I'm like some special amazing case of triumph uh, or perseverance, and I'm not doing this for myself. Um, this is this is really just meant for people that are dealing with the same things um and 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 need to hear that it's okay and that you'll be fine um and then to enlighten some other people who maybe haven't had these same experiences um enlighten them on what that's like and 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 maybe they can help you know maybe they can uh you know change their own behavior to uh to help other people and, or at least you know live and let live you know um, but yeah, um, you know, to, to, to look at my, the story of my life, I would think that for the most part, anybody who's ever met with me and talked with me, um, would assume that I have just always been happy go lucky. Um, I've always been, um, optimistic, uh, that I've always been smiles and laughs and, and good times. And I would tell them that they're not wrong, right? But at the same time, um, I do feel like there are a lot of aspects of my, especially my childhood, um, that given a different perspective could have, you know, derailed me from being the person I am today or or held me back or I could have used them as excuses to, to start a pity party about myself. You know, there there's just... There's these kind of, I consider them kind of cliche, you know, aspects of humans where like, you know, you see a person who's struggling in life, um, who, you know, might be down on their luck and, and just be in a bad place and you look at their history and, and they kind of check all these boxes of like, oh, well that makes sense that they're the, in the spot they're in, you know? And I think that if you wanted to, you could just shift your perspective of my, my, my growing up. And, and check those boxes with me. So I made a list of some things that I could think that you could consider essentially negatives. You know, things that like 
had I chose to just accept those things as who I am, it would have been given me a, an excuse to, to, you know, turn into uh, a pessimist or um, I'm trying to think of the, the correct way to label myself because it's just so counter to what I actually believe about myself. But I just see other people hide behind these excuses as to why they're not ambitious or they, they aren't living the life that they want and they use these excuses to hide behind um, to avoid putting in any kind of hard work and, and getting themselves out of it. So, um, you know, before I talk myself into a, a bad place here, these are some things that I've, that I've lift, listed that if, if you have these things going on or you experienced these things in the past, just know that you're not alone and they don't have to define who you are. So, number one, I grew up in a, a, a majority of the time in a, in a single mother household. Uh, my dad uh, worked on the road from the time when I was very, very young. I don't even remember exactly when he started working on the road. I just knew that he was gone a lot. Uh, I actually was under the impression that he worked at the airport or lived at the airport um, because that was, a, that was the place I saw him the most, either coming or going. Uh, you know, and so with that being said, you know, my parents divorced, um, at, you know, super early in my life. Um, so they weren't together. Uh, that's, an, that's not as an uncommon thing nowadays. Um, but so that left me in a place where I grew up, uh, mainly with just my mom, um, with, you know, a couple other major relationships that she had in her life. Um, you know, where, it would be kind of weird to, to maybe start to latch on to a father figure and then have that change. And that can kind of, you know, drag somebody back and forth. Um, but that led us to move a lot, you know, so moving from, uh, from Bellingham, uh, to big Lake Mount Vernon area. Um, we moved a couple times there, um, to actually moving to Mexico, which is another whole nother story, uh, and almost living there and then coming back and landing in Bellingham again, um, and then spending the entire second grade year uh, living with my grandma uh, where I didn't have my own bedroom. I had to sleep on the floor for that whole year. Um, and then, you know, finally getting a place of our own and living in some low income housing up until eighth grade um, in a not super awesome neighborhood. Um, if you're familiar with Bellingham, it's a pretty, you know, pretty nice place uh, for the most part. There are a couple dicey areas one of which being, you know, Texas, uh, Texas Street gets a bad rap. Uh, the Roosevelt area has always kind of been the, the area where if something, you know, dicey was going to happen in Bellingham, that's probably where it would go down. You know, so growing up, you know, in, in, in spending five years in that, in that neighborhood, I saw gang violence. Um, I saw... Um, you know, I heard gunshots. I, I, I saw people get jumped. Um, I saw drug deals going on at the playground, at the park a lot. Um, you know, it was just kind of a scary, scary as a, as a kid, you know, when the lights came on, the street lights came on, you wanted to be home kind of a feeling. Um, you know, and you know, the group of kids that I was around a lot at the, at that age, um, started to get into, drugs, stealing, you know, just kind of terrible behavior, you know, in a lot of ways. So 
when you start to look at my life in that aspect and, and look at those boxes that get checked with all that, it would be easy to say that I, that I went down that, that road and started to become that person, but I didn't, you know, I, I didn't. And that's the thing. So I've asked myself this a lot of times and over the years I've come to define, you know, the reason why, but I've asked myself why of all these people um, that have gone through these same things, it's not a unique experience um, and it wasn't that bad, but there's all these people that go through that and then they end up going um, in a negative way. I've seen, I've seen some of those kids that I grew up with um, and seen where they're at now. And um, some are, you know, not with us anymore and some are addicted to drugs. Um, Some have gone to prison, you know, and, and it's crazy. And I think about like, why didn't that happen to me? Why didn't I end up in that position? And the answer is, you know, diverse. <laughs> There's a lot to it. Um, but, you know, while those things were going on, I had people. I had good people, you know, and that was, that was the difference maker. So I want to I wanna highlight just in my own story who those people were, some of them. Not all of them, because there's too many. Um, some, but some people that that helped me get through that, and so I encourage anyone who's experiencing those things to look for these kind of people in your own life. Um, and if you absolutely don't have any, I want to be that person. Okay. Um, so while I was going through all these things, growing up and trying to figure out who I was um, and what I wanted to do with my life, I had an extremely strong mom who worked her tail off to make sure that we could have food and a place to live um, and that I didn't, you know, look like an absolute scrub. Um, And and she gave me an enjoyable childhood somehow, you know, with, you know, working alone and and living quite a bit alone. Um, But she was hardworking and she was creative. And those two things have always stuck out to me about my mom is that she was absolutely hardworking because she always went to work on time and did did her job uh, with care. She always did her job with love, um, and she always did it with a little bit of a little bit of pride enough to say, "Hey, I'm going to do this well. I'm going to do this quality." Um, and and her creative side helped in a lot of ways. You know, creative in terms of like artistically creative. Um, which opened me up to music and drawing and and, uh, and movies and all that kind of stuff. Um, but also just daily life creative of how are we going to, you know, make, a, make a, a good diet for this week for, for our family and that kind of thing. So number one rock absolutely was my mom. And it doesn't have to be your mom that has those, those um, characteristics. But if you can find somebody who has those characteristics and then you can model yourself after those, it's the characteristics that are really valuable. Um, the, loving, the loving way that somebody demonstrates what you're supposed to do with yourself. My dad, despite uh, traveling you know, extensively and living far away for a while and, and being kind of in and out of my life a lot, was always extremely optimistic. He was always encouraging um, always positive, high energy guy, jovial is a word that comes to mind, but just had a zest for life and wanted to experience life completely. So 
that that rubbed off and, and hardworking as well, extremely hardworking, always encouraged me to do whatever job I was going to do as best as I could. Um, but at the same time, I, I've never had anybody believe in me in the way that my dad believed in me because for whatever reason, he just thought I could do whatever I wanted. I could tell him I was, you know, uh, I told him I was going to be a major league baseball player and he was like, absolutely you are, you know, and I could tell him I was going to become a professional wrestler and he'd be like, awesome, dude, I hope you jump off of a cage and choke slam somebody. Like he just believed in whatever dream I, I, I had and was always into it and, and, and encouraging, um, you know, and that, that was something that I felt throughout my family was that, you know, between my aunts and uncles and my grandparents is they always had a, a determination to do what needed to be done and a belief in all of us, you know, in, in our family. And for me, I think that that's just the truth in anyone. I think humans, despite their, you know, flaws and despite some of the situations they can find themselves in um, and the atmospheres that get created, I think we all have that in there somewhere that if we're just shown a little bit of that belief and that encouragement, uh, it gets contagious and we can turn it completely around. So I was I was ahead of the game uh, from day one because I had those people. And so if you don't have those people, it can feel like you're hopeless. But the truth is, is you just have to go find them. What else are you doing with your time? Go, go find them. Walk around, introduce yourself to people. Get involved with other people because that human connection is what you're missing. If you feel like all of these negative things are weighing you down and you're stuck where you are, it's because you don't have anybody around you that's trying to help pull you up. And I hope that you find it. I hope it's, I hope it's me right now, today, during this podcast, telling you that there are people out there that want to help you. They are, there are real public servants that really believe in other humans and are encouraged on a daily basis uh, to do something to help. And they're there. And I'll help you find them if I need to. Reach out, please. Okay? Who you surround yourself with dictates everything about your life. And that's another amazing thing that I had going for me too was I had peers my same age uh, that demonstrated some of these same characteristics. So I'm going to call out a couple of my buddies uh, by their first name just because I want them to know that I that they mean a lot to me and that you know um, they're a huge part of why I am where I am. And I don't think we do this enough. I don't think we give people credit for their impact on our lives enough. I think we wait until they die and we put on a fancy shirt and we go speak at their funeral or at a party for them and we talk about how great they were when they were alive. And I think that sucks. I think we should tell people how we feel about them more often uh, while they're around and they can and they can feel that. So. Um, for me, I have two friends that really stick out. One of them is Nick, my buddy, Nick. Um, he, he, he sticks out to me because, uh, the guy is relentless in his pursuit of whatever, like whatever he wants to do, he relentlessly pursues that thing. And his work ethic is almost effortless looking. To see him just put a, get a goal and, okay, what are the steps? Follow the steps, boom, done. So having a friend that was so focused from such a young age, I met him uh, right before third grade, right as I moved into that dicey area, uh, right after I, I switched schools again for the third time, um, you know, and I had just spent the whole year sleeping on my grandma's floor and like, 
I was, you know, thrust into a dicey kind of chunk of a neighborhood where I could have gone awry. Instead, I met this guy. And I, I think that he probably kept me out of it more than I kept him out of it, but I hope that we kept each other out of it. Um, but that's a huge part of my life. We're friends to this day and that's humongous. You got to find somebody that is also focused on the kind of path that you want to be focused on as well. The other friend, okay, so that, so Nick did that for me pretty academically. Um, my other friend, Brent, um, did that for me sports wise, athletically. Um, I was always a baseball fan. I got that from my grandparents. Um, I got way into the Mariners, got way into playing baseball. Um, and Brent was my most competitive and athletic friend that I probably have ever had in my life. He was obsessed with sports. He always wanted to have a home run derby or a three-point shooting contest. Um, or he tried to dunk on the mini hoops when we were like three feet tall. Like the kid was just always pursuing sports. And when you pursue sports relentlessly like that, you don't have time uh, to go shoplifting with your friends or doing drugs or, or, or just blowing out on the couch. Like there's just, you don't have time for all that. And so that inspired me to always be on a court or a field, um, you know, competing against them basically. Um, and so those two friends came, both came into my life in third grade. And I think that was the, the pivotal moment in my life where, you know, I could have gone either way. And luckily I met those guys and I, and I stayed out of that. So finding those people can be difficult. Um, but it should be obvious, you know, you know, who those people are that are positive or negative. Um, and you just got to try to find the, find the good ones, you know? And so sports was a big part of that for me. You know, I, I started playing sports and I had coaches and teammates, um, that also, um, you know, were from different parts of the city, uh, and showed me that there was more to it than just the little chunk of neighborhood that I lived in. Um, you know, and another great, great friend of mine that I played against and with for a long time, my buddy Jason, um, was just another positive, you know, influence that was so focused on just enjoying what we were doing, you know, mainly sports and that, you know, having, having so many people that were so focused on stuff led me out, out of, you know, kind of you know, bad things, you know? Um, so basically it was the perspective. It was all about the perspective, which is something that keeps coming up in this podcast is how, you know, what is our perspective of our situation? Um, and can we, can we shift that perspective to focus on the good things? Because while I could check all those negative boxes, I didn't, I had people around me that helped me switch my focus away from those and, and switch my focus into things that I could obtain down the road later. So it wasn't about where I was, but but rather about where, what direction I could go. Um, so there's always, there's always somebody that can help you there. Okay, There's always somebody that can help you there. And I will be that person. If you need me, you just message. Okay, And I will help you find you know, the direction and the circle that you need to get you to your goals. Because that's what I, that's what I want to do. That's why I coach. Um, that's why I like to work face-to-face with other humans. Um, that's why I can't sit in a cubicle. 
um, or work on a factory line is because I need to be face to face with people and, and I'm constantly trying to enrich them. And it's really for a selfish reason because it enriches me and it keeps me motivated and energized. So that's what I want to do, right? So I encourage you, uh, to explore, okay. Um, explore the things that you're interested in, explore the things, like I said, that energize you, that, that interest you. Um, it's not a good enough excuse to just say that you don't have any hobbies. You're not interested in anything. You don't know what you like. Cause I think that's bullshit. I really do. There's gotta be something that makes you laugh or something that makes you smile at least. Um, or, or at the very, very worst, there's got to be something that at least helps you ignore the pain of the negative things you're going through. So whatever that thing is that excites you um, or that gets you away from that is what you need to be pursuing. Um, I did that, right? I, I, I kept pursuing what I knew excited me and what energized me. For the longest time, it was the game of baseball, and, and I pursued that as far as I possibly could. Um, and it led me to to play, you know, through high school and a touch in college. You get to go to a new city and a new school and try to play and challenge myself against players that were better than me um, and learn more about myself um, that way. You know, it, and, and all the while, what it did was it created a network of awesome people. Um, that's where I met like all the connections that I've had through the, through my life. A lot of those connections that have served me in some way have came from that pursuit of baseball, right? So when you're when you're pursuing the thing that you like, you meet people that are similar to you and it, and it helps move you along. Um, a lot of those connections that I met through coaching are the are, were the connections that helped me open my business. you know, whether it was um, advice, legal advice or business advice, um, or legitimate, like literal actual money, like helping me piece by piece make this dream that I had actually happen. Um, it was this network of people that I, that I met through following what I like. And that's all I did. I, it's, there's nothing else. There's no special, you know, in-depth formula to, to success. It was just, I, I literally just kept following the thing I liked. And it, and it evolved over the years and it changed and it developed. Um, but that was at the core of it. I always just followed my heart. And that is what allowed me to open the gym. And I think that's the same thing that I have to keep reminding myself now is going to make me into a successful business owner because I'm not there yet. I don't feel like I've, I'm there yet. I'm not a successful business owner. Um, I have a business. But I don't. I wouldn't consider it completely successful. Uh, we have we on a daily basis. I think each day is a success. But as a total, I wouldn't consider it completely successful. And so when I feel like I get, I'm getting comfortable with what we're doing, or I feel stuck, or I have anxiety about like, oh, we're having a slow part of the year, or you know, the bills are piling up, or uh, we can't get this equipment, or something breaks, you know, or we lose members, or whatever. I keep reminding myself that. Am I pursuing something that I love? That's the question. Am I pursuing something that I love? And if the answer is yes, then I just keep doing it. And it has created like a faith in the process for me that I'm doing the right thing. I'm pursuing what I love and 
things are going to work out. But it's not so much to just, you know, sit there and be like, oh, everything's going to work out because I'm thinking positive. It, it's, okay, what do I do next to pursue? It's a pursuit. It's movement. Okay, there's that word again. It's a physical action, a mental action to pursue it. It's not just a cross your fingers and hope for the best. I'm chasing, right? I'm, I'm getting pulled a direction and I'm chasing it, right? Um, and that all comes from, you know, again, comes back to network, the people, okay? You know, who I surround myself with. So whatever that thing is that you're into, now is the time in the human existence that we have the easiest way of connecting with people that are interested in the same thing as us. It, it, it's super easy to find. If you found this podcast, you should be able to find somebody who's interested in the same thing as you that can help you to the next step of whatever that thing is. You know, you can, it's, it's, it's almost easy now to at least get started in that pursuit. It's hard to stand out in a certain topic uh, and, and maybe be the leader in it, but it's definitely easy to at least dip your toe in and, and follow that direction and pursue it. So I encourage you to continue to do that. Uh, reach out to people that are like-minded and have same similar interests uh, and believe in what you're doing and just keep keep following it and see where it goes. And if that if that changes and develops into something else, that's totally fine. You know, it will along the road, you know, but that is ultimately my story um, that's led me to now. And someday when I feel like I'm at the height of my success, that I will be there because of the same the same thing that my, my perception of my situation, um, was just simply positive. That's it. It's simple. And, and that shift was facilitated by the people around me more than just myself. I didn't just magically have the ability to make that decision. It was the atmosphere that I was around. So you might feel like you're stuck. You need to change, change where you are, change your surroundings, change your atmosphere Get out of what you're in and find the right fit and you will you know, be able to pursue all the things you want. And it's hard sometimes to cut negative negativity out of your life, especially when it's people. So, you know, you have to stand up and be brave and, and ask for help in that and you have to uh, be willing to do the work. Okay? Uh, until next time, I just want to thank you so much for listening. I'm pouring my heart into these episodes um, in the hopes that just one person that needs to hear it, hears it. So be sure to like it, uh, share it, review it, um, leave comments. Um, that stuff is, is huge. We're driven by that. Um, I always want to know your feedback because that helps me, you know, with topics to discuss in future pods and that kind of stuff. So please be interactive and, 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 uh, that just helps us big time. Uh, so to you, my friend, I wish you health and wellness and in many adventures. And as always, keep moving. Hum bam.